Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by a man on a mission. You've seen him on Conan, Comedy Knockout, and on tour. He's host of Discovery Channel's special small town throwdown, comedian Mo Mandel. Welcome. Hey, what's up? How are you? Absolutely great. Let's go beyond the mic. You've been touring on the road for years. Comedians see the best and sometimes the worst of the towns they stay at. What drew you to this project? Um, actually, this was uh, this project was my idea. You know, I, I grew up in a tiny town in Northern California called Boonesville, which was often made fun of in the area I live. It's 700 people. People say, oh, it's out in the boonies. You know, and I always kind of realized that Boonesville was an awesome place that was totally misunderstood. And through touring as a comedian, I've come to a lot of towns that I've always heard terrible things about and then ended up having an amazing time connecting with the audience, you know, and just loving the place. And so this kind of got me thinking, you know, we should do a show where we go to towns that are notorious that have bad reputations for certain things and let the communities kind of clear the air, speak for themselves, and, uh, you know, bring a little justice and get a little laugh to the process, which is kind of what led us to Small Town Frodo. You can find the clickbait just about anywhere on the Internet. Worst town for this, best town for that. Talk about narrowing down the cities you covered for the first time in this small town throwdown. Yeah, you're right about that. There's so much clickbait on the internet, it's unbelievable. For instance, I grew up near Sacramento. I know for a fact there's some gorgeous uh, women in Sacramento, and you look on the internet for a town with the ugliest people, Sacramento will pop up. It's unbelievable. So what we did is we tried to find towns that have sort of bad reputations, but sort of humorously bad reputations. Reputations that just seem markedly, they call in a place like Lubbock, the most boring city in America. It's just, in my mind, once I said, they're com- completely absurd, you know? So places that we really feel like the article's got it wrong, and there's a really good story to tell there. And I think uh, in terms of Appleton, known as the drunkest city in America, Lubbock, known as the most boring town in America, I, mean, I think we really, we really found places that are misunderstood, at least in regard to those headlines, that actually have a lot of really awesome things going on there that hadn't been getting enough attention now have you ever been in appleton or lubbock before i've never been to lubbock but i had been to appleton once years ago back when i was a bit of a heavy drinker and it definitely seemed to have a lot of drinking going on but that might have been just what i had going on in my <laughs> life at the time. Uh, i'm certainly not doing that these days i'm engaged it's a different kind of universe and i was able to see a very different different side of Appleton. You tried throwing down with the 14-time national champion Texas Tech meat judging team. Now, how did that end up, and what was your takeaway from the experience? Well, first of all, meat judging is one of the most weirdest, bizarre activities that I was able to experience on the show. I had no idea that it was a reality. In fact, I just did a call-in about you know promoting the show to a sports talk show before this. They had never heard of meat judging, which the people in Lubbock insist is a sport according to the guys that I met down there. So that's kind of bizarre. I found the whole thing surreal. I mean, it was literally competitive judging of meat, something I'd never heard of before. And I never really understood why everyone doing it was wearing a hard hat, which no one was able to quite explain to me, although it makes for visually interesting television. I found it really hard to do. I eat a lot of meat, but apparently I know absolutely nothing about it. So kudos to them for being the national champion. Now, where were some of the places that you traveled to as you started to tape Small Town Throwdown? We went to a place during the development of the show, trying to kind of test the concept. We went to this little town called Coalinga, California, which is kind of in the Central Valley in between L.A. and San Francisco. And it's known as the smelliest town in America. 
because it's got this enormous cow feedlot right along the freeway exit. And so people call it colon linga because they're very clever. <laughs> and it smells pretty strong. Like, uh, it's strong. It smells strong. But the thing is, it's so interesting, is you drive by the freeway exit for Kalinga, smells like cow, you know, stuff, and then you get off the freeway, you go to the town, you realize, oh, that's just the freeway exit. That's not actually what the town smells like. The town's a little off the way, blows that smell away, and actually, the town is great. But for 20 years of my life, I've passed it, never got off the freeway, always thought it was just like Kalinga, and then I go there, I'm like, oh, this place is awesome. I just was too lazy to actually do a little bit of a little bit of sightseeing and figure out what the place is all about. Turns out they actually have the number one mud bog competition, like on the west side of America and in the west of the Mississippi. It was incredible. They have these giant mud pits with guys you know driving them all over to dump their huge trucks into the mud. I was able to do it, and it's like, man, this place is fun. You know, it was a really cool, special, weird little community of about fifteen thousand people. That is a lot more than just the uh, cow park. You've tackled a couple of cities. Is this a project that you would like to continue to do? Absolutely. I really love doing this experience. And I think we have a great setup now where I'm getting to write articles in USA Today for each article for each town we go to. So I'll be writing an article about Lubbock. I'll write an article about Appleton. So, you know, it'll actually now be out there. It'll be printed. It'll be on the Internet. And it'll actually help these towns out a little bit, I hope. You know, hopefully it'll help. If anyone Googles these towns, that article will come up. People say, oh, wait a minute. Was blown down. Well, here's another article that says this place is awesome. So I hope in a small way I can kind of you know, help the you know in a sort of help the kind of narrative about the town. And it's just a lot of fun to do. I mean, in the two weeks that we spent shooting the show, I went, I got to dive into a frozen river. I drove a snowplow through a like a like a demolition kind of course. I went bull riding or not riding, but I was a rodeo clown. I'm counting as riding. <laughs> I rode a horse. I roped a cow. I wrestled a cow. I ate some crazy mac cheese and lava. I got to meet some weird little prairie guys. It was a blast. It was like some of the, the funnest weeks of my life. And I hope, you know, I really think people are going to enjoy the show. It's a hell of a lot of fun. It's funny. And it's got a little bit of heart and uh, not to be too much of a cheese ball. But I do think it's kind of a nice break from all the doom and gloom that America's been dealing with over the last two months that the world's been dealing with. You know, a chance to kind of smile and uh, what a great place it really is. How has Discovery been to work on this project? I mean, it's not Shark Week or Deadliest Cities. No, uh, this has been my first experience with Discovery, and they've been fantastic. You know, I think that network really knows its audience. It really knows what works over there, and they just kind of let us have the reins, you know, and they really let me risk my life for uh, <laughs> entertainment and, and do a lot of, uh, you know, crazy things. And, and they, yeah, I think they've been really, really good. They've been really good. They're getting in front of the show. They're promoting it. They seem to really love it. So that's all you can really hope for from a network, you know? You you bust your ass trying to make some good television, and then you just hope they like it enough to kind of promote it, to set up phone calls like this so that you actually get a chance to make sure it's seen so you can, you know, go out and shoot some more and not be stuck in the apartment with your fiancé quarantine, losing your mind. Time's running out, so it's time for the Rocking Eight. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. No pressure. Okay. Favorite toy you had growing up? He-Man. Do you have a quarantine workout, and what is it? <laughs> yes, it's called Bully Juice on YouTube. It's this dude who's incredibly ripped, who does incredible, like, piece of human strength, and I uh, get exhausted after about three minutes. Pretty amazing. Favorite deli sandwich? Turkey, avocado, and bacon. Really? Boom. How's that for me judging? Yeah. Which is harder, filming a TV series or doing stand-up? TV series. 
because you got to deal with a lot of other people. Stand up, you only got to deal with the occasional junk. A lot of personalities at TV. Hobby you do to relax? I watch uh, action movies. I actually have a podcast about action movies called John Claude Van Damme Girl. Where each week I just talk about eighties and nineties action movies. Very nice. So, what's the last movie you watched? Uh, Hard Target. Rewatch that classic Van Damme absurd movie that took place in Louisiana. The great thing about Van Damme is they always got to describe why he has that accent. Exactly. So for this one, they're like, oh, he grew up way out on the bayou with a French <laughs> uncle. And that's why he he's great out of France. So yeah, Sean Cost. It's like Bloodsport. Oh, Bloodsport's great. The best thing about Bloodsport is there's a scene where clearly that movie was not made by Americans. Because there's a scene where Van Damme as a kid is wearing a New York Giants shirt and a San Francisco Giants hat. Because clearly the producers figured that was the same Giants. <laughs> as if anybody just sort of claims both of those teams, you're like, what? What the hell is he wearing that for? They get the shirts from the village that gets them from all the losing Super Bowl and World <laughs> Series uh, teams. Right, right. It was like the guys must be crazy. That's what it was. Place you haven't visited yet, but want to. Hmm. I would like to go to, oh, man, that's a tough one. So, oh, New Orleans. Never been in New Orleans. Amazing. You one. haven't visited New Orleans? I know. New Orleans and Boston. Out of all the places I've been, I've never been to those cities. It's kind of incredible. Uh, I know I'm setting you up for this question, but best part of having a board-certified urologist and sex med oh, doctor as your fiancé? When she tells me nightly that of all the thousands of male parts she sees on a daily basis, mine is by far the best. <laughs> and knowing she's lying. <laughs> and, and you just look and you go, thank you, honey. I go, of course. Finally, did Spotify ever chip in for your wedding after ruining your proposal? Not yet. But Spotify, if you're listening, when I was going to propose, I had it on Spotify. I went to four commercials in a row. You can see it on my Twitter. Uh, you pony up for the wedding, all right? Because we don't even know if the wedding we've been paying for is even going to be able to happen in September. So throw some coins our way. So the wedding is still right now temporarily on in September. <laughs> it's a nightmare. We're planning a wedding that we don't even know if anyone will be able to go to. Everybody's asking us to get deposits. And we're like, you know, uh, you book a florist. They want like, you know. Thousand dollars up front or whatever, which I didn't even know how much it cost. But my fiance is educating me a lot here, and uh, and then we're thinking, well, what if there's like an outbreak and people can't even come anymore? You know, so yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I would definitely plan. I would recommend planning a wedding during a global pandemic. It's a lot of fun. It's it, it's probably one of the top ten things that uh, people need to do. <laughs> Absolutely. He's a comedian, producer, and host of Small Town Throwdown, Mo Mandel. Thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us today. Hey, thank you very much, man. I hope everybody enjoys it. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic. 